0: Welcome to another episode of Binge This, a Hit Radio Network podcast. My name's JT. Today, we're getting all educational up in your grill, talking about two documentaries. Who else is here with me to talk about them?
1: My name's Ollie Mack, and I love our beautiful planet. What about you, Leah?
2: My name's Leah, and I just hate it here, guys, honestly. I just think <laughs> the planet's pretty ugly. <laughs> JT, what are we talking about today?
0: Oh, I'm glad you are. Today we are talking about two nature documentaries that are currently rocketing up the charts off Netflix. The first one is called My Octopus Teacher. The film stars documentarian Craig Foster, who spends a year becoming friends with an octopus. Yeah, that's right. The second documentary we're talking about is David Attenborough's A Life on Our Planet, which essentially is the story of the legendary nature documentarian's life
1: alongside the decline of
0: our beautiful planet
1: yeah it's pretty cheery okay so guys we watched both of these we did and i did not want to watch either initially i don't like i don't like nature docos okay and and, but i did i did and my octopus teacher is an interesting idea you know when someone says where a guy becomes best friends with an octopus you're like what (laughs) i was so confused and i know we were probably both thinking all thinking the exact same thing when we started watching the documentary we were thinking please please don't shag the octopus (laughs)
2: Like, (laughs) is that
1: where this is going (laughs) and thankfully guys Spoiler alert! It's consensual. I mean, it's he a, didn't. It's, it is a platonic relationship, <laughs> and a very beautiful one at that. And I enjoyed it very, very much.
2: What and will then, the sequel hold? We're not quite sure at this.
1: <laughs> oh gosh! Oh no!
0: Lily, what did you think?
2: Well, my favourite part of this whole experience was just to Ollie and how it's so interesting to see how not invested he is. You know, when we're talking about reality TV, Ollie has researched the background of every character. He'll show up to their houses and, you know, get the whole scoop on them. With this, when we said we wanted to compare the two documentaries, for some reason, Ollie thought we were talking about one? He thought they were the same thing? Like, how, how did that even happen? And I'm just going to have to say that I think the David Attenborough one was better I think it had more to it
0: Well, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure they could be compared I, The octopus one didn't have a heck of a lot of new information in it, although I will happily admit I didn't know they had that little drill that they, you do the maths on and to drill into like uh, snail shells and everything to to eat, I didn't know that But aside from that, it's essentially a, a movie about a, a guy's relationship with an octopus Um as as opposed to the Attenborough one, which is a a an insight into his early life, which um you know is quite something. And that footage of him when he was a young uh, uh, pioneering adventurer, I mean,
2: and so hot, he was so attractive.
0: <laughs> like he's, like a swash 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 buckling. I can't even say that He's so attractive. It was just I'd like been... a strapping young lad on on the boat and all that sort of stuff. Caring
2: about animals, it's all looking good. Yeah, but oh. it was
0: it was full of facts and information. Yeah, and, and... call
2: cool to arms, which the other one kind of wasn't. The other one was interesting, but it was just noticeably more slower for something that was still epic. I just think it didn't need to be as long.
1: Okay. Here's the thing. It's um, we're talking about micro versus macro. You know, sure. He's zooming in on a very, very small part of this beautiful planet and a yeah. specific octopus and what the octopus taught him. Yeah. Whereas David Attenborough is talking about the whole world in general. Yeah. So in that sense, you can't really compare one no. to the other. Not in that sense. You can in the sense that they both had
0: incredible footage, uh, which yes. we know, goes got some but Mm. that underwater stuff of the octopus the fight with the uh the shark the pajama shark um, like all that stuff was absolutely amazing
2: and also like the undercurrent of him i was so interested in how he would go out every single day and i loved how he was talking about how his life mirrored the octopus's life yeah
1: that was interesting i did notice in my octopus teacher you know he kind of opened where he's like i was ignoring my family and so i abandoned them every day to hang out with an octopus (laughs) (laughs) and i like i noticed that his wife was only once in the background like cutting something up angrily and just hear me out if you were dating someone (laughs) and they were being neglectful and then suddenly they decided to hang out with an octopus for hours a day come home research the octopus and talk about the octopus 24 7. (laughs) you would start to resent that octopus yeah like i bet you she's like now you're making a documentary about her it's it's almost like he was cheating on his wife with an yeah, octopus
2: kind of It did get a little bit weird at points I was like, wow, why are you, why are you so into this octopus?
0: But the end result, he essentially had changed his brain chemistry uh, Out of uh, depression into uh, a completely new perspective And lease
1: on life Oh, absolutely And both David and, uh, what's his name? Craig Both David, L., or as I call him, Daddy Attenborough <laughs> Both of them said the same thing. It's saying that, that we currently are separated. It's kind of us and them, Uh Mm. whereas we need to integrate and become a part of this beautiful environment. We all need to act as one Mm. because we are dependent on them. And David made a good point. We're dependent on them for life. But as that scene with Chernobyl showed, (laughs) they are not dependent on us nature will always respawn whereas humanity may not
0: true well, quick sidebar you absolutely both need to watch hbo's uh chernobyl series it's incredible
1: oh, it sounds so depressing also i already know how it ends speaking
0: of depressing I, I mean i know we are in a harrowing and terrifying situation but i really found the uh Sir David Attenborough doco to be like, like there was a point where I almost had to turn it off. It was just so overwhelmingly bleak, even with his uh, his messages of hope and how we can start turning things around at the end. It was, uh, it was, pretty heavy going well it was for me at least anyway
2: yeah especially as an individual it's like okay well even if i turn things around it doesn't really make much of a difference kind of everyone needs to and the likelihood yeah. of that happening is so slim
0: it is pretty slim i i was also couldn't help but uh wonder so 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 david Edinburgh has been like a, a legend in all our lives i mean I, you know we grew up at different times but he was always he's just been the expert on nature and the planet. Mm. for as long as we can remember. And he's never called into question ever. Like people from all walks of life, doesn't matter what your political or religious uh, uh, persuasion is, Sir David Attenborough is an expert. Now he's out here talking about climate change and a contentious subject, and there's a lot of science deniers out there. I wonder if they sit back and go, well, clearly, uh, you know, uh, they've gotten to him and now he just wants to make money out of this uh, thing that doesn't exist. Or is someone like him with his... uh, the weight of his opinion and, and his, uh, his catalogue of work, is that enough to spur people who once might have denied this into action?
2: Well, let's I'm... ask. Ollie, are you changed? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I don't know who paid him to say all that. Try
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, I mean, I, I hate to be pessimistic here, But i really really don't think so firstly watching this documentary we we watched this well i watched it because i was forced to by (laughs) youtube but but like generally someone who holds a kind of that like far-right alt-right science denier belief is no way gonna click on a david Attenborough planet documentary it's just never gonna happen and these people have such fixed beliefs It, it's it's almost like the flat earthers. It, it, a, a scientist, you could show them a photo of the world and how we are definitely a little marble, as David said, a, a little, little marble in the sky, and they will still say no, that's doctored. Is this is all this is all a lie.
2: How shocked would you guys be if it was a lie? Out of ten, how shocked would you be? What? Like imagine. <laughs> Imagine if it was Wait, a flat earth. I can't even and... comprehend the,
0: the notion that it's a lie to measure how shocked I would be by finding out it's a lie.
2: That would be so shocking. I would be so scared. Like what else am I believing that isn't true? Lucky we all <laughs> believe it. But
0: that's my point, Ollie, is all these pe- people who have that point of view now, 20, 30, even 40 years ago, respected and admired Attenborough for everything. he Did they? they? Did. Yeah, of course. Really? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, been through environmental crisis before there was a hole in the ozone layer and then globally the world said hey we need to stop using this certain chemical that's in all the aerosol cans and, uh, and a yeah. lot of styrofoam and the world went okay cool Well, we better do that and plug that hole up and so we did
1: the the problem with climate change currently and obviously there's a lot of problems <laughs> is that it is it's politicized yeah. it's not about the science or it's not about proof It's about, particularly in America, where you stand politically. I guess so.
0: It's tribalism.
1: Yeah. If you're a Trumper, you don't believe in climate change. If you're a Republican, they don't believe it. If you're a Democrat, you do. Just just generally, because Mm. the topic of climate change and enacting the legislation we obviously need to not all die in 100 years (laughs) is... (laughs) is a political movement a, opposed to a necessary functional thing. That's true. Well, to steer things
0: back on track, because uh, three white dorks talking about uh, climate change isn't really what people want to tune into us for. What Speak your, for yourself. What was you. your favourite piece of uh, of archival footage of Sir David Attenborough? Lily, you go first.
2: Oh, gosh, that's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, All uh, of it, Dot? Wait, JT, do you have a specific one?
0: Yeah. What is it? When he went to see the previously
1: undocumented tribe in New
2: Guinea. Oh, oh. yes, 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 that was, that was
1: incredible.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I've got to say, as a you know, as a TV presenter, watching him do that piece to camera, surrounded by thousands and thousands of people, and this is pre drone, so, cool. so this would have been yeah. in a helicopter and it was slowly panning out that was a complicated and very long monologue it was. and he would have had one shot mm, I that's would
2: have, so true i would have
1: just dis- i would have destroyed that like the the helicopter would have had to fly down <laughs> and i'd have to get another take and fly back
2: that is so not true. I've never seen you do two takes. It's always me dropping the ball. It is
1: your great, Leah. I, I I was just impressed by his television
2: yeah.
1: prowess. I
2: feel like what makes a really good presenter is when they're not thinking about themselves. Like, I feel like he didn't even think of, of himself as a presenter. He was just like, I need to tell the world about these animals. Yeah,
0: I agree. Yeah. And he even if he didn't start out with a, a firm desire to make nature documentaries, he clearly... Uh, Had a brain for it and had a passion for it and he he Mm. was intelligent enough um to be able to convey that to to the uh to the greater world i guess
2: someone needed to cut his hair though with that shot it was really annoying (laughs) a little bit out the back yeah it was cold. yes Uh, where is hair and makeup honestly
1: uh great takeaway from the doco (laughs) (laughs) yeah great takeaway i thought it was a genius move to contrast his career and where he was at with where we are in terms of population Uh and Mm -hmm. where we are in terms of like CO2 in, in the, uh, in the air. I, I just thought it was a genius move because it's such a small space of time. right? And yet the, the reduction of wildlife was so, so dramatic. And the population increase was so, so dramatic. I, I, I don't think I was really conscious of that. Yeah. Yeah. True. Did did either of these give you any life lessons, alter your life, uh, inspire you to do anything differently?
2: Ollie, please tell us about how you changed milks recently. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, guys, uh, after my octopus teacher, I no longer eat uh, calamari. So, sure. thank you for that. As if, Ollie. As but- if. Okay. Okay. I'm not very consistent with things. All right. But I'm going to attempt to not eat any byproduct of octopus. How
0: often did you... And after I, <laughs> did you after often... I
1: watched David Attenborough, I, and I have been plant-based before I am going to go back to being plant-based because there is power in the individual. And I think mm. it's everyone. So that like, like Leah, you said, oh, what can I do? It's just going to be me doing it. But then it's just me and you doing it. And then it's just you and your household doing it. And it's a snowball effect. You can't discount the power of the individual because that's, yeah. that's how voting and democracy works. And that's how you enact change. And an, in, an, in, an individual like David inspires the masses. And we can do that on a very, very small, low level. Do you know what? Today, I went to go get sushi guess what i got what no not fish not chicken not beef i got straight up avocado yum
2: oh, that
1: oh, was really bad <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and ollie you were the one who didn't want to watch either of these so goodbye real housewives and hello nature <laughs>
1: You can you can like both The Real Housewives' excess, where they're riding private jets all around the world and destroying it, <laughs> and still appreciate David Atterborough and Glenn and Octopi.
0: That's true. But as always, it's probably best if you watch them and make up your own mind. If you uh, wanted to leave us a message, and after this episode it may contain the words, please be quiet and stop talking about... Uh, social issues because we don't care. Uh, that's okay. Oh. You can leave us uh, you can leave us a message that says that or you can leave us a nice message saying, "Hey, thanks for pointing us in the right direction." Just like Ollie, I'm going to change the
1: kind of milk that I use. I bought soy milk, guys. I've always been on almond milk. Ooh, I'm, let's have a woke up.
2: I'm kind of a genius so. <laughs> Have been for years Don't even need David honestly
0: Alright so Mike was teacher And Sir David Attenborough are life on our planet They're both on Netflix right now I would recommend watching them both You, you won't uh, be disappointed You won't feel like you've wasted time Leah r- double thumbs up
2: Yep double thumbs up from this corner
1: How about you soy milk Well, guys, I am trash in my taste. Like, I really am. Like, as I said before, all I do is watch Real Housewives. Mm -hmm. I really didn't want to watch either of these. Mm -hmm. I was resentful, particularly at JT for forcing me, and, of course, (laughs) always resentful at Leah. But I am so, so Uh happy that I did. And from one trash monster to potentially another, I would absolutely recommend.
0: You heard it here first. Wow. Um, If you want to send us a little message, you can head over to uh, the iTunes podcast store and leave us a little note or you can head to Instagram. What's our handle on Instagram?
1: It's Binge This Official and you can like everything if you want.
0: You Yeah, that'd be awesome if you did. Until next shout time. Shout
1: out to Sir K who liked every single photo today. Love you. Okay, <laughs> Use the shout K. outs now.
2: Yeah, nice. sure.
0: <laughs> Alright, until next time this has been Binge This, a hit radio network podcast.
1: My name's JT. My name's Ollie Mac,
2: And I'm Leah. We'll see you guys next time.
1: And my octopus wants my teacher, which is why I'm not very proud. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that isn't a good one, honestly. Yeah,
0: I actually <laughs> do like Calvary
2: for dinner. So. Yeah, yum, I love Calvary. <laughs>